Welcome. This is James from The World's Last Night. Today we're going to be reading Genesis chapter 27. My question for you before we jump in is, is your family as messed up as this one we're about to read about? I think even if ours isn't, we might know of certain extended groups of family or maybe a friend's family that is super scheming and dramatic and they're not forthright with each other. They're bad communicators. Well, this is a chapter that can maybe speak to that situation. What we're going to find is a, a whole family that tries to manipulate each other in order to bring about the will of God or their own will. And in either case, it's the same deal. Even the people trying to bring about the will of God, they are using others, they're sinning in order to bring about a good instead of letting God do it in his own time and in his own way. So here we go. Verse 1, chapter 27. When Isaac was old and his eyes were so weak that he could not see, he called his older son Esau and said to him, My son. And he answered, Here I am. He said, Look, I am old and do not know the day of my death. Take your hunting gear, your quiver and bow, and go out in the field to hunt some game for me. So just a little tidbit here. We know that Martin Luther thought that at this point, Isaac still had about 40 years left of his life. But he is old. Apparently his eyesight is gone. And he's going to send Esau on a hunting expedition to make him some food so then he can bring it back and enjoy it and give Esau a blessing for being the oldest son or a blessing that he set aside for Esau specifically. All right. Then make me the delicious food that I love and bring it to me to eat so that I can bless you before I die. Now, Rebecca, Rebecca is Isaac's wife, was listening to what Isaac said to his son Esau. Who knows if she was eavesdropping or just casually walking by and heard it, or it could have been in the same room in front of her. So while Esau went to the field to hunt some game to bring in, Rebecca said to her son Jacob, Listen, I heard your father talking with your brother Esau. He said, Bring me some game and make some delicious food for me to eat so that I can bless you in the Lord's presence before I die. Now obey every order I give you, my son. So this is Rebecca starting to scheme. Now remember, Jacob is Rebecca's favorite. Esau is Isaac's favorite. Isaac admires Esau's strength and hunting ability. Neither of those things are bad, but he's blinded by these good qualities to Esau's um, character flaws. Now, we know previously he despised his birthright. He's impulsive. He is amorous, married multiple wives. So Esau has a lot of flaws, but he does have some strengths. And Isaac, I guess, has forgotten that it was prophesied that Jacob's going to be over Esau, that the older will serve the younger. And it looks like Jacob is trying to circumvent what God has decreed and give this blessing to Esau. So Isaac's not in the right here. Um... Okay, but neither is Rebecca. Rebecca's scheming. So Jacob answered Rebecca, his mother, Look, my brother Esau's a hairy man. Oh, did I miss something? Okay, now obey every order I give you, my son. Verse 9, Go to the flock and bring me two choice young goats, and I will make them into a delicious meal for your father, the kind he loves. Then take it to your father to eat so that he may bless you before he dies. Verse 11, Jacob answered Rebekah, his mother, Look, my brother Esau is a hairy man, but I am a man with smooth skin. Suppose my father touches me, then I will seem to be deceiving him, and I'll bring a curse rather than a blessing on myself. This is messed up. Um, first off, I, I'm assuming Esau has some sort of skin condition where he just grows 
masses of amounts of hair. That's fine. Um, but what's messed up about this is that Isaac, I'm sorry, that Jacob's going along with Rebecca on this to deceive Isaac. And he even recognizes, he's like, well, if I'm caught, then I'll bring a curse rather than a blessing on myself. This family is viewing this blessing as some sort of like magical incantation that Isaac has power to give. No, God doesn't power people to bless other people. That's, I'm not saying that that's not a, an honest, real thing, but ultimately that blessing comes from God and God has already blessed Jacob. God's already prophesied his future. He doesn't have to deceive his dad to bring about that blessing. This isn't in God's, God's plan here, but God's going to use it to bring about his will. He uses every all bad things to bring about his will. It matters to us whether or not we are on the good side or the bad side of those things, though. To him, you know, he can use us like a tool to bring about his his will. And it, it matters to the tool whether or not um, <laughs> it's being used for good or bad purposes, right? So these people are trying to accomplish what God wants, but they're going to suffer for it. So here we go. Um, Verse 13. His mother said to him, Your curse be on me, my son. Just obey me and go get them for me. So she's being manipulative and bossy and trying to manipulate her husband. Verse 14. So he went and got them and brought them to his mother, and his mother made the delicious food his father loved. So one thing I want to say about Rebecca is... Overall, her character seems really great. This is this is an aspect of it that's bad. And remember, Sarah sort of did some of this a similar thing with Hagar. She wouldn't wait on God to bring about um, the prophecy and blessing, and instead tried to bring it about herself by telling Abraham to sleep with Hagar, and it ended up backfiring on her and messing up her whole marriage dynamic. So that's Rebecca's having her own little spat of sin here in a similar way to Sarah. So he went and got them and brought them to his mother and his mother made the delicious food his father loved. Then Rebecca took the best clothes of her older son Esau, which were there at the house and had her younger son Jacob wear them. She put the goat skin on his hands and the smooth part of his neck. Then she handed the delicious food and the bread she had made to her son Jacob. When he came to his father, he said, my father. And he answered, here I am. Who are you? My son? So he knows the difference between their voices. Jacob replied to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. (laughs) That's a little obvious. I have done as you told me. Please sit up and eat some of my game so that you may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How did you ever find it so quickly, my son? He replied, Because the Lord your God worked it out for me. Oh my gosh. So Jacob's not only lying, but he's invoking God in his lie. That's pretty grievous. Um, I think Isaac obviously recognizes this isn't his son's voice and so he's delving deeper to try to figure out is he just being fooled and he also probably doesn't believe Jacob is capable of lying directly to him like this multiple times over and over again so he's probably going to end up giving him the benefit of the doubt so Jacob came closer to his father Isaac when he touched him he said the voice is the voice of Jacob but the hands are the hands of Esau he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like those of his brother Esau so he blessed him again he asked are you really my son Esau And he replied, I am. Then he said, serve me and let me eat some of my son's games so that I can bless you. Jacob brought it to him and he ate. He brought him wine and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, please come closer and kiss me, my son. So he came closer and kissed him. When Isaac smelled his clothes, he blessed him and said, 
Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give to you from the dew of the sky and from the riches of the land an abundance of grain and new wine. May people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be master over your brothers. May your mother's sons bow down to you. Those who curse you will be cursed and those who bless you will be blessed. So this blessing that was meant for Esau has been given to Jacob. Now, whether there's any power in this, I don't know. It's weird to me. I feel like ultimately God has already said Jacob's going to be these things. So he's already blessed Jacob in this regard, despite what Isaac tries to do. Um, And it seems like Isaac is trying to circumvent God here because he loves Esau more. But God doesn't. So here we go. Verse 30. As soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob and Jacob had left the presence of his father Isaac, his brother Esau arrived from the hunt. He had also made some delicious food and brought it to his father. Then he said to his father, Let my father get up and eat some of his son's game so that you may bless me. But his father Isaac said to him, Who are you? He answered, I am Esau, your firstborn son. Isaac began to tremble uncontrollably. Because Isaac knows what he just did. He knows he's been deceived by Jacob. He had a hunch. Obviously, he had a hunch. He's like, it's the voice of Jacob, the hands of Esau. And I think at this point, he's been basically caught. He realizes that... He gave this blessing he meant for Esau, but God knows better and knew that it wasn't meant for Esau. And so I think what we're going to see is Isaac is going to finally submit to what God has said, despite him trying to work around, work around what God desired. So he's trembling uncontrollably. Who was it then, he said, who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate it all before you came in and I blessed him. Indeed, he will be blessed. When Esau heard his father's words, he cried out with a loud and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, me too, my father. But he replied, your "Your brother came deceitfully and took your blessing. So he said, Isn't he rightly named Jacob? Remember, Jacob's like scoundrel, um, a trickster. For he has cheated me twice now. Now that's a lie. Esau has not been cheated twice. Esau despised his birthright initially and gave it up for a bowl of soup. We remember this. A chapter or two ago. So Esau's not completely innocent here. He's he's actually, even though he already gave it away, he's actually upset that he would try to try to take it back. Now he's gonna make a distinction between birthright and blessing. But um yeah, we'll see that in a second. So bless me, Father, isn't he rightly named Jacob for he has cheated me twice now? He took my birthright and look, now he has taken my blessing. Then he asked, Haven't you saved a blessing for me? But Isaac answered Esau, Look, I made him a master over you, have given him all of his relatives as his servants, and have sustained him with grain and new wine. What then can I do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, Do you only have one blessing, my father? Bless me. Me too, my father. And Esau wept loudly. This is a very different attitude than he had whenever he gave, he despised and, and gave up his birthright. Then his father Isaac answered him, Look, your dwelling place will be away from the richness of the land, away from the dew of the sky above. You will live by your sword, and you will serve your brother. But, okay, here's a little blessing. But when you rebel, you will break his yoke from your neck. So he's saying he's not always going to live under his brother's reign. Verse 41, Now Esau uh, is going to sin. (laughs) In his heart, Esau held a grudge against Jacob because of the blessing his father had given him. And Esau determined in his heart, the days of the morning of my father are approaching. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. So when his dad dies, he wants to kill Jacob. When the fathers of our older, 
When the words of her older son Esau were reported to Rebekah, she summoned her younger son Jacob and said to him, Listen, your brother Esau is, cons- is consoling himself by planning to kill you. So now, my son, listen to me. Flee at once to my brother Laban in Haran, and stay with him for a few days until your brother's anger subsides, until your brother's rage turns away from you and he forgets what you have done to him. Isaac's going to do this, and we're going to find out that it's not just a few days. He's going to stay in there for about 20 years. Then I will send for you and bring you back from there. Why should I lose you both in one day? So Rebekah said to Isaac, I'm sick of my life because of these Hittite women. If Jacob marries a Hittite woman like one of them, what good is my life? So <laughs> Rebekah is once again manipulating her husband in order to spare Jacob. Basically complaining about Esau's wives who have been a pain in their side. And and she's giving an excuse to send Jacob away by saying this to Isaac. And we're going to see in the next chapter that Jacob leaves and I guess hopefully finds a wife among his own people and not one of the, the pagan women that they're living around. So, guys, this is a really messed up family. It's, you know, they've, they're blessed, like, financially, pros, you know, prosperity. And they do show lots of signs of character and faith here and there. But this isn't a good chapter. Everyone looks really bad. It looks really bad in this chapter, including Jacob and um, including Esau. So... That's all I got to say on that. Hopefully our next chapter is a little bit better. We'll see. Um, But until then, this is James with The World's Last Night.